0: Welcome to Keeping Track, a Trackmania community podcast where I interview your favourite community members and ask them the same set of five questions. The guest this episode is Tween. We discussed his career in TrapMania, stretching back over almost the entire history of the game, how he once played on a plane, and his love of tech maps. So, question one, when did you get into TrapMania, and what was it about the game that got you hooked?
1: Yeah, so, uh... Uh, Thank you for having me. Um, So I started with the game way, way back, and it was 2006, I believe. It was like late January. I mean, as as we are recording this, maybe it's like an anniversary, you know? um, Could be. uh, Yeah. So it was. I I was nine years old. I I was very close to being ten, but you know, it wasn't even in, in the double digits, right? Mm-hmm. that that's the that's the magic of trackmania like you can play it like i i've seen people that were younger when they started like when yeah. but um so it, it was this time where uh you know i have an older old, older brother and um he is around 6 years older than me and uh i was you know living my Carefully, carefree life as a nine-year-old, and uh, you know, just like pestering everyone and demanding attention, and uh, so he really needed to uh, to study for school because, like, he was 16, and that's when it starts to get serious, right? And uh, I-, I, I had no idea about like life at that point, so uh, <laughs> I didn't respect that, you know. So yeah. you were a child, that- to be yeah, fair. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um he knew he had to be a bit more clever with how he gets rid of me right so um he started showing me some games and uh yeah i i started playing like world of warcraft as well back at that point it was like very uh you know very childish i, I was just like creating a character and just wandering around the world and having fun with that but he also found this game that was like um uh you know like there was like these fast cars and it was very simple and uh kind of addictive with the Mm. way it's uh it's played and um yeah he showed me trackmania and uh yeah the the, the rest is history basically (laughs) i mean i it would go like i would practice some maps like from the uh from the from the campaign and uh then i would always challenge him to uh like play with me in the evenings, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was starting to be obvious that like I'm progressing pretty fast. Like, it's at that age when you're like like a sponge; you really like get used to stuff really fast, and um. Yeah it, it it was starting to be obvious that like he isn't really like in my league at the, at that point like after a week or two. So I started playing a lot online and um, yeah I was ba- back then it was just like grinding the points towards the ladder and it was very much about how much you were playing and uh it was always very uh you know like motivating to see people at top of the ladder and um uh, i I was trying to be in the top ten in Slovakia at least and then like pretty fast my uh my goals developed and uh I was playing a lot I was playing well for uh, what was considered good at that time and uh yeah I mean I've had some first like encounters with like the pro scene you know like way back when clanbase.org existed and uh, yeah those are some nice times and uh, <laughs> but but still like the the first like offline event that I attended was in 2011 so there was the, quite a lot of time between that
0: yeah I like to imagine you took up to this event uh, so you say you were nine when you started was it yep so like what's that uh, five years into your trap mania career but you're still like 14. So yeah, everyone's yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's just this, this kid. They probably haven't been playing Trackmania for long, and you've been playing for like longer than almost everyone else. Uh, that that would have been quite demoralizing. Um, and <laughs> so I just I, I like the idea of, every like you mentioned, competing uh, for points on the online leaderboard. And just imagine adults coming home from work and being like, let's hop on and try and compete for points. And they don't know they're playing against a kid with like an infinite amount of time that is able to just sink into this game. Um, how how quickly did the people around you realize you know you mentioned your brother realized you were better than him how quickly did the people around you realize oh he's he's good at this you know better than not just his brother but a whole host of people
1: yeah so um i was doing pretty well but um uh, i mean my age was kind of like limiting me from uh you know like uh really attending some some tournaments like there's also like this this sort of feeling that you don't belong with the big guys you know like you're you're a kid so yeah i i I faked my age for like a couple of years and um yeah i i mean i i was like trying to uh Basically emulate my older bro- brother, right? Because it was like safer. Like I know about his life and stuff, so mm-hmm. you know I can just say that I am 16 right now, and uh, you know, like I was doing this and that <laughs> today and stuff like that. So uh, that that's how it that that's how it went for a while. And uh, there's also one thing that was limit limiting me, way back then. But uh, it's a bit of a like a like a detour, but uh so oh, I was using keyboard even back then and I'm still i I'm still using keyboard and um so with the keyboard there's this issue where you can only um can, i I don't actually know if it's still in the uh, newest version but basically you can't drift uh to the left with using just the arrows and I was playing with just the arrows basically yeah. And uh, I, it it was it was kind of nerfing me, you know, like it, it was keeping me like in not at the very top, you know. Yeah. So I would always like hunt the map, and uh, I would get to a certain certain level, and then really start to struggle with improving the time. And uh, uh, yeah, I would I would think to myself like, uh, there's just people that are better than me, you know. And um, I think it was around 2009. It was uh, maybe a year after Nations Forever was already out, and that's when my like 13-year-old brain started to like may- maybe starting to look for some you know like ways of improvement that are not just uh, like out of the box. You know, like I yeah. was I was just driving. And that was it. And um, in the end, I discovered that you can actually like drift to the left. And that was in <laughs> 2009, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I I played some some matches with s- some some teams that are like uh, 15 years inactive now. But so it was keeping me back. It wasn't. It was. Uh, I I wasn't really causing any like, huge, you know, like, uh, uh, like people weren't really noticing me all that much. That's what yeah. I would say. And um, when I discovered in 2009, as you can drift to the left, I, I, I was having a lot of fun all of a sudden with the game, and I was joining the servers for, like, Nations Cups and stuff like that. And uh, uh, that's where uh, the the top players were aggregating back then even Sabre, and he was playing for uh, for the UK back then, and uh, other Slovak players as well. So uh, yeah, that's when uh, that's when the minor drama started and stuff like that, where uh, basically a Hockey Junior, uh, who was at his very peak at that point, um, he won uh, the es uh, the eswc in 2011 become a world champion and uh but b- before we went to Elan or anything like that everybody was uh, you know like accusing him of smurfing with my account you know like, <laughs> like everybody thought that I was him so um it was quite the event when uh, we played the First Nations Cup match together.
0: <laughs> yeah, at the same time. They're like, this guy's good. He can play on two computers at the same time. What's that about?
1: <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, it really went went up pretty fast from there, because I, I don't remember if I, I, we didn't win back then, because uh, the French team was, was a powerhouse. And I, I believe we lost to them, but I'm not quite sure. I would have to, uh, you know, like consult the history books. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was very stacked. And um, I, I believe my I played a tournament with a prize. It was, I believe, a mouse pad, which I w- won in late 2010. It was also around that time that we played the Nations Cup together with Hockey Jr. And uh, that's when basically he approached me with an offer that he got and that I also got to join the team Isuba, which was like a very big team with, and still is a big team in Czech Republic. So we joined that together. And uh, yeah, that's, in 2011, it really started, I guess
0: so how old how old did you been then that's fourteen ish yeah, I was
1: fourteen, maybe like- cl- closing in on fifteen
0: did you have how did you explain so we had pack on, and he was saying the first time he got invited uh, to a tournament, his mum thought it was a joke or that it was some online people trying to you know convince their child to run off uh to this random place how How was explained to your family like, oh, I'm gonna go to this event. <laughs> how how did that go down it it, it's crazy that it's pretty similar i guess (laughs) i mean
1: uh, my mom was pretty open-minded about stuff like this Mm -hmm. but um you know like i approached her with um so yeah i got this offer and uh there is a tournament in czech republic in two months and i'd like to go there and um my mom was like yeah of course and like i would even go with you but uh, I I don't think she thought that it, it was going to be a big deal. Like she knew that I I spent a lot of time at the PC and uh, uh, I mean I I told her a couple times about some achievements and stuff like that, and like she was always interested. But I don't think she would she would <laughs> like predict <laughs> that it would be two th- year two thousand twenty four and I would s- still be doing this. So.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's one heck of a career, uh, and it's still ongoing. I I, I enjoyed looking through your um, Liquipedia page entry uh, because I realized that since two thousand and eleven, you have competed in a tournament every single year, which none of my guests have got that level of uh, of of history all the way back. What's what's kept you in the game? What you know? What's what's kept you from going and doing something else? And and you know. How, how do you stay motivated to play a game that you've been playing now well professionally in some degree since 2011 and even way before that when you were you know nine years old
1: yeah so um I mean it, it still feels new like uh it feels like every year is its own story you know and uh there have there have been like ups and downs and there have been years where I have play, barely played like 2012, I I didn't play for the entirety of the year basically because there wasn't too much to play for, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean I just showed up for ESWC and really practiced for that, but I uh, I mean it, I think it was Pergi who was basically thinking that I've like gone away from the game at that point, and also there was 2017 which was kind of like a year without the ESWC and. Uh, yeah, I believe I played uh, Gaming Winterfest and Gamers Assembly in that year, but it was also like the year when I was uh, finishing up my bachelor's thesis, so uh, it was kind of busy, and uh, that wasn't a year that will be like a major for my my Trickmania <laughs> career or whatever. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, so uh, it's keeping me around that it's still new and there isn't really any reason to just call it quits. You know, like uh, it's it's pretty fortunate that it's the kind of game that, I mean, I, I I can't tell you from personal experience because I haven't played much like other games like at any serious level. But uh, yeah, when, when I was like checking out the, the training that Like League of Legends players and Dota 2 players went through and stuff like that. It was much more, uh, I wouldn't say professional, but it it just like you needed to spend way more time. Like it was. Like with mania you just reach this point where you, uh, if if you practice like a couple of hours a day, the, there is it isn't really much use to practice for like twelve or sixteen hours or whatever. So yeah. it's you, you really can can like like have a life beside that, <laughs> and um. So that's what what's been keeping me going. That like, I can I can pretty much keep it up with my normal life and just like do it as a hobby or i can switch to a more serious mode like i, I did last year and um nothing nothing is like pushing me out like i i i've noticed like many people have, like they really like to ponder the you know like retirement from the game and stuff like that and uh, it, it just never like occurred to me like I can I can disappear for a year if there is nothing to play, and uh, I would still consider myself like active next year, you know. So there is just no reason to call it quits, and uh, it's still fun to me.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so your teammate from last year has sort of stepped away from the game um, in in you know a slightly more formal way. So. Th- you know, have you had discussions with them about that and, and why they decided to do that? And does that just not, you know, like you mentioned there, you can step away from a year and come back and you'll still consider yourself active. Do you think, you know, do you think you ever will retire fully or is that just not on the horizon?
1: Well, I, I definitely will at some point, but it's going to be mostly because I will think that, uh, you know, like I, I can't perform basically. if 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 that comes, then I'll just retire. Like if I feel like i either can't get the motivation or uh just the skill isn't there like to to compete for the top then uh i will seriously consider it but i don't feel like it, that's the case right now and uh yeah of course we've talked quite a lot like we're close friends and we've we, we've been like for uh 13 years now i mean at the first event that i've ever been to like that's where i met kappa and uh yeah i mean he had quite the rocky like stage of his career at that point, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we weren't really all that close until like maybe 2015 and stuff like that with the nest, when uh, when he was really like back and involved with the game, and um, yeah, I mean, Kappa is the kind of uh, person that like was was mentioning when uh, when I talked about how some people just like keep pondering this Mm. more than me and uh yeah i mean kappa was one of those people and always has been like uh i mean i i think an important like part of the decision is that like he has won the world championship and like if if he doesn't feel like uh like he can come close to that or uh, he has the motivation to you know like repeat his achievement basically Mm. then it's very understandable that also with like uh with him ending like like university and stuff like he was really interested to to start up with that so that is understandable to me and uh yeah, of course. I wish him the best, and uh, it's been been a blast for uh, like the last year when we uh, when we were like, you know, like conjoined, and yeah. uh, also like for all the events that we've attended together for the past ten plus years. So that definitely has left an impact on me.
0: I can imagine losing, you know, a friend even more so than like a teammate or a competitor uh, must be must be tricky. You mentioned there he he's he's won a world championship, um, so maybe he is you know can step back knowing that he's done that. Uh, you know, I think it's it's safe to say you've got the closest of anyone to winning world championships, uh, but haven't necessarily got that championship in the bag. Do you think it would change if you won a trap mania world championship? Do you think maybe then that might be a moment where you can step back and be like, I've completed it. On to the next thing.
1: Um, I, I wouldn't rule that out. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have to like uh, see that from that vantage point, but uh, um, it's possible. It's possible. Like, I, I think that will change quite a lot. About like, I'm at that point where uh, I, I don't think anyone would be uh, very surprised if I like stepped away from the game. And hmm. uh, if I stepped away at that precise point where I uh, had some sort of major achievement, then uh, yeah, you know, like it's as they say, like maybe you can stop at your peak, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's possible that that might happen, but still, there is this uh, there is this like counter argument that um, if if I still feel like I can Perform well and like I'm having fun. Then there is really like no reason to uh, to step away and like for good. You know, like I can always take a break. I can always like skip a tournament, skip skip two tournaments, but maybe the the third one is just like it brings uh, you back. I want I
0: want to play that. Yeah. Well, you have uh, you've recently come off the back of a Beacon World League Division Two victory. How did you find practicing for that? and the motivation for that when ultimately it was a tournament without a cash prize, but you still turned up every week and absolutely dominated Division 2. What what got you into that mindset?
1: I mean, uh, a very major part of that was that I really enjoyed the maps. And uh, yeah, I, I think that mobs like this can really like keep me in the game and just like, uh, it, it, it's a much more... Um, Uh, it it feels much more inviting to me to practice than uh, uh, the World Tour maps that I played last year because, I mean, you can always, like, come back uh, after a certain time to the map and not feel like you've lost a lot of skill and you have to, like, climb back. Like, the the, the lesser difficulty and less punishment that, like, the player gets for uh, making a minor mistake, it's... uh... It's just something that, like, for for a player that is struggling with motivation, it's very uh, very inviting. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, I I entered Beacon World League after uh, well, not not a very successful like last last stretch of two thousand twenty three, and uh, yeah, I was um, I, I was like thinking uh I was always considering like, do I feel like coming back to the game at this point, like uh, maybe I can always like just take a little longer break. And uh, yeah, so so after like returning from uh, from my, my family's house, like uh, I launched the game after New Year's and uh, I was like, I mean, I still have four three or four days to practice. And I like the maps, so I went for it. I I was really aiming to uh, to reach div- Division One, and I thought that maybe maybe you know like if I reach at least sixteen, at least like the sixteenth seed, then maybe I have two more weeks to you know practice to my very very best. And uh, I didn't succeed with that, but uh, I I feel like in the end. It worked out really well for me because I, I I don't feel like the the very very peak of my motivation right now. I feel like I'm slowly building up, and uh, there's just no way that I would be able to uh, to keep up with players such as Epos and Bosbez, like in in this season. And uh, yeah, I would I would probably be struggling like maybe in the middle of the field. And uh, yeah, it would be pretty possible that I would even drop out from the from the division one. So um yeah, I, I think it worked out pretty well for me, I would say. And it's also like I want something, you know, it's different from uh, uh, being eighth in division one. it It feels a lot better actually. <laughs> so that, that that's a different uh, that's an important distinction as well from my mo- motivation.
0: Yeah, I mean it's um you've got a, a very uh, highly coveted prize now, which is a spot in Div One for next season of Beacon. Which, uh, from, from conversations I've had with various different players, seems to be something that a lot of people are after. So we'll see how uh, how the next season goes, and I think we're all looking forward to Div Two, uh, season two of Beacon World League, because it feels like we learned so much with season one. Uh, We will now go to the second formal question. Uh, We had a nice little chat there. We've already kind of touched on it. Um, You have mentioned it, but I'm curious to see uh, how this has perhaps maybe changed over time. But um, which input device do you use and why? And knowing which input device you use, uh, why have you never swapped? Um, I use a keyboard and I've always
1: used keyboard. And um, yeah, I mean, they're like these Little blips, like at points at which I maybe like considered trying out something else. But, you know, at this point, I just feel like my brain is like <laughs> built for the keyboard, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm uh if if there's really like a hundred percent need to switch uh, the input device then that will probably that will be most likely the reason why i would like quit the game basically like that's uh that's the most um most dangerous thing that can happen to me like if 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 the maps start being like, 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 like the snow car, for example, like, yeah. if you really need to start using a wheel or something like that, then um, yeah, it's not, it's not looking good with uh, my chances, and uh, that's when I would consider like, maybe this game isn't for me anymore, you know. But um, as for now, like. I mean, the keyboard is what, what I've always used, and I, I, I can't really play with anything else. Um, I, I tried to play with a pad. I mean, there's this little tournament in 2019 where uh, we actually played on a plane. <laughs> and oh, wow. It, it, it was the Air France Cup, you know?
0: i uh, i do not that is fascinating
1: yeah that that was very fascinating it it was very strange looking back at that i mean it was a a one-of-a-kind experience (laughs) i have to say so uh uh, for the practice for the tournament we could play with any device you know like uh just like a qualification from the safety and security of your own home right yeah you didn't have to have your
0: own plane at home yeah, yeah
1: they didn't, didn't provide us with that so unfortunately <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah so i mean that's where uh, i managed to qualify i played with keyboard i mean that's also where when affy started i believe around that time and he he got that tournament as well and that was a big breakthrough for him and um but in the plane you know like so we we knew we had to
0: play with a pad. Oh, so, I I was thinking those awful remotes that you get on planes, but now it makes more sense that they gave you a pad. I Yeah, see.
1: we we had to play with a pad and um I I I tried to uh, you know, like find out which pad are we going to be playing with? And uh yeah, I got my hands on that. I mean, it turned out that uh, my girlfriend's younger brother actually had the same model at home. So <laughs> so I borrowed that and played with that. And uh, yeah, I, I tried for like two days. And uh, I was thinking that I'm just going to like <laughs> just show up and take the plane there and back and be, <laughs> be happy with that. But like two days into my practice, I realized that I can actually like... Uh, um, the buttons on the pad, I can I could just bind them as I would use a keyboard. You know. I was
0: about to ask, <laughs> did you just use the buttons as keyboard layout?
1: In the end, <laughs> that's what I did. Like, that's what I did at Air France Cup 2019, and uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was actually like pretty competitive. Like. Um, uh i i i had to like hold it very strangely but i can um, imagine yeah i mean it worked it worked a lot better than uh than than pad could for me so yeah i mean that's just more evidence that my brain is just like not suited for pad like i re- literally have a pad in my hand and i'm playing it like a keyboard
0: so i i now just have so many questions about this trackmania cup in a plane that I knew nothing about I don't know how that's escaped me so did you take off and land you you were in the air I'm assuming or were you yes. on a plane okay did you take off and land at the same place did you at least get like a holiday out no, of it
1: it was like a round trip so I I believe we went from uh from Paris and we flew to um I believe it was Toulouse I'm not quite sure now because all we saw of that was like the the airport so yeah so <laughs> So it was basically a round trip. We, uh, so I, I, I knew from John, the the organizer, that he he had like five backups, like uh, as to you know like, at first we were going to try to play a uh, a cup mode match. If that doesn't work, then we just like <laughs> we just play offline and we play rounds. And if that that doesn't work, then we just play like time attack, you know <laughs> like, and uh uh I, I i think that like on the uh, on the first like leg of the trip uh we didn't even manage to like play much we just warmed up basically and uh yeah they were just figuring out like uh, if we are going to uh, connect to like LAN server in the air and uh because it was supposed to be uh, like a promotional event for uh some some new flight entertainment like did you at least that... have
0: did you have the whole plane booked out or were there just uh, no, other people? Actually no. Uh, There's just I a mean... stewardess coming down offering yeah, you yeah, food yeah. and you're like, no, I'm in the middle of a That's incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah, something like that. And uh yeah, like they're like normal passengers on board of that plane. And uh yeah, the stewardess was like she, she gave us a special mention in like the, the security <laughs> <laughs> on boarding, you know? <laughs> And uh, I mean, the reasoning was like, uh, we don't want to do like a like a flight that is not serving any purpose. Like, yeah, environmentally, that, that would yeah, be yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, 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 it's not good PR to just like do that without <laughs> without any point. But um, yeah, so that's how it went. Uh, we stopped at the airport. I believe it was to lose, but I might be wrong. And uh, we stopped. We got like we got a pretty nice lunch at the airport, and we flew back.
0: That's that is absolutely incredible. I'm definitely gonna search for VODs as I just want to know. I, if there was, any, was it streamed in any way?
1: I have no idea. Actually, I I, I don't think like uh, there was much to like stream from the time attack anyway. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the most like uh, the the worthiest content is like uh, people just like recording it on their phones, you know, like that. I think that that you could find on YouTube, and uh, I, I I believe Coco won that, and uh, yeah, he got like a special plane ticket to to Canada, like for a trip, and, like I'm jealous of that. <laughs>
0: that is absolutely incredible uh I will be doing I will do so much research after this <laughs> to find out more because like that was that's just crazy I love that um so much uh <laughs> well we'll move on uh to question three uh, I have a feeling you you will have a nice amount of history to pull from here so um this will be interesting uh what is your favorite track mania map in history Favorite track like
1: E O Five Endurance is uh, a cheat pick, but
0: uh, from you wouldn't be the first to you wouldn't be the first to say a campaign map, uh, you know, and that is Whoa. I believe it world record still a world record holder. No one's taken that yet. I imagine. Yeah,
1: I, I don't believe Demon has reclaimed that, but I know he's been close. Like he, he was streaming his attempts, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't think that record is like going to. St- to stay, but I'll I'll fight back like White Man. And um. But in terms of competition, I'm going to go with like. Is it supposed to be on quality or on just like memorableness? I guess. So
0: I mean, you know, it, it means different things to different people. Uh, yeah. for the most part, we tend to get multiple answers because ultimately it's very difficult, uh, particularly off the top of your head to name an absolute favorite map uh but i'm i'm happy to have you know like a lot of people might just say hockalicious right like it's one of the most beloved maps, but if you yourself don't like Hockalicious, then you don't have to say Hockalicious. You know what I, I mean? I don't actually
1: like Hockalicious all that much. That's, That's a hot that... take, yeah. but we'll,
0: <laughs> we won't get you in, in trouble for that. But yeah, <laughs> what, what maps have you played and, and really enjoyed?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you why I didn't don't like Hockalicious all that we... much. It's because yeah, um, when it released, I didn't know how to, to drift left. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I never really like came back to it.
0: Yeah. So um, that makes sense. No, I'll I'll give you that. There's, there's definitely some left drifts in there, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um,
1: like the first map that really like springs into my mind is, uh, Odyssey from uh the the World Championship 2018. It's uh where Kappa got his title and uh I then like um i I faced off against Pac uh, for the second place and that was a crazy round that I have no idea how I pulled it off like zero and uh that was such a crazy like uh moment in my in my career and uh I just remember that so so fondly and um yeah also the map was like um uh, it was just just about everything you might want from like a difficult tech track, and uh, I remember that like people people were chipping off like hundreds for like two months, and uh, it was just like such a crazy way to to end off the 2018 championship. And uh, yeah, that's that, that's actually the first pick that uh, I have in my mind, and. Um, for for a troll pick i will go with eswc choose it it's a two, 2015 map we built with kappa actually i was like you know uh, like the the collaborator
0: Oh, yeah and
1: um, so I, I, th- that was the first competition map I ever laid my my hands on and the only one actually <laughs> and um yeah I mean there are reasons for that it was pretty bad the the, the map was pretty bad but uh, it was used for the qualification for the tournament for eswc 2015 and um yeah was, we just like we 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 just sent each other ideas and uh, we tried to build like a section after section and uh i think we had a pretty good map for hunting but not really a good map for rounds but um i i believe that like the organizers thought that i mean these two players like they know their stuff and uh they probably like (laughs) know why they build it like that and it's (laughs) like just (laughs) Like one of a kind of map and uh, yeah, it was just bad <laughs> and uh, I, I believe the organizers thought that like people are going to figure it out and uh, have a great time with it and uh, I don't think they really did, but <laughs> it's, it, it's a map I have a good, good memories of as well.
0: What what so what do you define then as a map that's good for hunting but not necessarily good for rounds? What what features are you looking out for with that?
1: I mean, it, it was pretty simple. Like uh, way back in two thousand and fifteen, uh, that was before the uh, the update to the game that like removed like ramstang bugs and stuff like that, and uh, l- a lot of landing bugs and. Uh, yeah, I mean, this map had a lot of parts where uh, you were really in danger. Like, maybe the the, the the testers thought that, like, the better players will find ways to, <laughs> to avoid that. But really, that, it was just like, we didn't think through it too much. We just like, yeah, like, this is drivable, and we submitted it. And uh, especially at the ending, like, uh, there's this long stretch where you had to keep speed and uh, then maybe make the the risky finish. And um, let's just say, like, in those rounds, a lot of people uh, <laughs> lost very undeservedly. And that's not a good feature of a map. But um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like that qualifier, like and that map got a little overshadowed with with masa's wrongdoings, so yeah <laughs> i'm I'm happy that maybe not not too many people remember that map. <laughs>
0: I must say, Ma- Ma- you intrigue me with Massa's wrongdoings, but uh, perhaps that's not your story yeah. to tell. We'll see if we <laughs> that, can get Massa on. I
1: will be very interested in muscling that story someday. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, you I, hit it there,
0: Massa. <laughs> uh, answer a Discord DM. Let's let's get you on. Uh, you can tell your truth. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, that was that was really insightful. Uh, I really appreciate that. And it's nice as well uh, to name you know, a variety of maps. Uh, that's always quite fun. And I think um, just coming back to EO5 Endurance, um, why have you hunted that map like what is it about it that made you think I'm gonna get that world record
1: mm, i I believe it started like way back and it started possibly in 2009 like that was it oh, was wow. a summer <laughs> and i yeah I, I i couldn't couldn't really uh drift left at that point still <laughs> and um. Like all these uh, maps are so hard. (laughs) Yeah, but but like luckily, like this is the kind of map where you don't really have to drift left all that much, and um, basically it was a summer where uh, I had no internet connection, and uh, yeah, so I I had to either like have like a normal life of a child like outside and stuff like that. Sounds lame. uh, that that was pretty lame, and uh, other than that, I could play like single-player games, and uh, you know, one of those was uh, uh, the Nations Forever campaign, and uh, yeah, that's what I played quite a lot at that point. And uh, I mean, that's where I think my uh, the, the love for the the map sparked for me, and uh, a, lot, a lot of the times later, I was thinking i uh, maybe i'm not like the absolute fastest on the map but i'm i'm a very consistent player and that should be rewarded on the map like that and uh i i played it quite a lot in like 2013 and 2015 and uh, i think it was 2015 where i had quite a big breakthrough where uh yeah i i mean i i had a very good run that was like 16 seconds or something faster than uh, the previous record.
0: Pretty pretty fast, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, but it was still like very much not perfect, and like the record now is 16 seconds faster again. But no uh, it, it it wasn't like a clean run or anything. It's just like uh, the record just wasn't up to par. I I would say a lot. Not too many people were were really trying to get the best time there and, um, yeah, that's when demon responded and, uh, I believe he, he improved by two hundreds <laughs> at that <laughs> point, which, um, uh, yeah, I mean that, that definitely motivated me to, uh, fight back and, uh, yeah, that's what I did in 2015, I think. And, uh. Uh, yeah, then it's been kind of just like back and forth uh, ever since. I mean, you you really have to devote a lot of time to practicing that map. Like, it, it, when I have like a, f- a week or two that are not very, uh, you know, like, I don't have too much to do then, it's it's sort of like a boot camp, you know, like... <laughs> You just kind of get used to driving the fast laps, and then then you spend hours after hours just trying to get the run that like, manages to string six, 60 good laps together. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's an ongoing process. It's still happening. And uh, yeah, I think after Demon gets the record back, which I think he will do like very quickly after he comes back to it, then uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to fight back.
0: I'm, I'm really what's the worst like you know clip or like how close have you got to absolutely demolishing that record and then have an issue? <laughs> I mean um,
1: in this in this final uh, we well, not final but the, the last run that I've made like <laughs> there is there is a point at which I like my, my finger slides off the uh, uh, the break. Oh and, no! Uh, <laughs> I I lost like two seconds there because I didn't slide, and like I face planted into the wall, right? <laughs> and um, I, I remember that like, it was very deep into the run, and ba- it basically, uh, I was like a second ahead, and after that I was fifty hundreds behind, and uh, I I make up for it in the final seven or eight laps, so, uh, but. <laughs> I remember that at the point where I uh, I basically face planted like my my hand like instinctively went for the uh, the delete button basically. Oh yeah. Because like every time you do that when practicing, <laughs> you uh, you do that. So yeah. I was <laughs> I was like zero brain like just almost went for it and. Uh, I I stopped myself somehow. And uh, yeah, that was (laughs) super close to ruining it all. And uh, who knows, maybe I wouldn't have the record now. So (laughs) that
0: uh, was pretty close. Have you ever accidentally DNF'd like a competition Hmm. where you're just in that default mindset and then you're like, oh, no, I'm I'm just DNF TMGL. Like, what am I doing? Uh, I I don't remember anything like that. I have to
1: say Um, I I remember um, Way back in 2012, uh, basically there were only eight participants, and uh, in the ESWC. and uh, I, I believe like that year they are really going for, uh, uh, you know, like on on the page, like just to say that how many countries are actually playing this ESWC. you know, and uh, one of the eight players uh, that. Um, one of the eight players that played Trackmania Nations Forever in ESWC 2012 was a guy from Madagascar. Oh, wow. Who was, um, I, I, I believe there was some sort of local qualification, maybe like for the entirety of Africa. I have no idea actually. But um, uh, probably something like that. And uh, I, I remember he showed up and. Uh, I mean, some maps he was playing okay, but I remember on this one map that, uh, uh, well, uh, let's just say that there was this long, long passage where you just had to do a very precise thing, and I, you also had to uh, have your cars on way back then. Yeah, like I've, in, I've heard, heard about that recently. Yeah.
0: That was news to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, basically, I, I had to witness him. Like, it was so obvious, like, three seconds before he was going to, to, to fully stop and crash, that he was going to fully stop and crash. And, uh, yeah, I, I basically started laughing uncontrollably at that. It was just so funny to me. Like, it was like watching it like 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 a funny car crash in slow motion. And uh, uh, I believe that I I I crashed like ten seconds into the round because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty unprofessional of me, but now that now that I remember of it,
0: <laughs> I, I had fun. That's very good. Um, we'll uh, we'll we'll move forward to question four. Uh, if you were to take part in a Trackmania Pro Am event, what celebrity would you want on your team?
1: would would my girlfriend be a good answer
0: i mean do you, yeah no that's good it'd be way easier to practice before I mean, the event
1: like she is quite the um quite the proof that i really i'm not 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 really good at any other game like that like you know like i i used to play some mario kart with her and uh you know like just for fun and uh it's, it's a very different game from Trickmania, I have to say. And um, I wasn't really all that good at it. And I also played with a pad. So. Would
0: you basically make her I, play I, with I, a pad I, or a keyboard? Uh, whether I would make her play with a pad? Yeah, like what would you would she have to be on a keyboard or would you be like, I mean you that, kind of that's that's really up to her, but like
1: um I, I played some Mario Kart with her and um I, I lost a couple times and uh she was like, Yeah, that's so nice of you like letting me win, but actually I <laughs> I wasn't. I was I was playing like like my life depended on it. <laughs>
0: Did you play it off? We like yeah no of course I'm just I'm just nice like that you know I'll, I'll let you have yeah, it exactly. you Sweating yeah, from your course. brow. <laughs> that's incredible. So uh yep tween featuring tween's girlfriend in the yep. pro am event uh that will be good. No one's <laughs> no one's gone that close to home but I do like that. Uh that's, <laughs> That is very good. So uh question 5 then. Uh and I have a feeling uh this one will be fun. Uh, what is your hottest track mania take my hottest trick
1: mania take is uh should return <laughs> in, in everything that uh, uh and with everything that that means
0: <laughs> you want tech back yes
1: definitely like um, okay. yeah it, it was very much ruined the the idea of tm 2020 and uh um uh, i'm i'm pretty sure that not many people would want it but <laughs> Um I mean it's just like <laughs> that that was the name of the game back then and um
0: it will really help me out with my performances and uh... <laughs> is there by the could I be reading into this take that maybe your hot take is you really don't like the current competitive mapping style, or uh, or do you really, really just love tech?
1: I I wouldn't say I don't like it.
0: It definitely
1: has its has its uh, upsides, and uh, it's given us a lot of good matches. But um, yeah, it's it's really just about me, you know. <laughs> like I'm not not going to uh, <laughs> not going to try to sugarcoat it or anything. I mean uh tech was a lot better for me and um uh, I, I felt like i, I could play at my very best with the the input device that i'm used to and uh uh yeah i mean th- th- that's where like the biggest things in my career happened i think and uh it would be nice for me to have that back
0: <laughs> are you uh are you going to enter the Will Tech Trackmania? I believe last time that was on was sort of during the build up to World Tour, but now with a bit more free time. uh, Are you going to look for a team and and join that, or just hope other events come as well?
1: I mean, I'll consider it, because uh, there's quite a lot of Trackmania to be played, actually, like in the coming months. And um, I'll be honest that team tournaments right now is not really something that I'm like actively looking for. But I'm not ruling it out because uh, over over the years, I've played a lot of team tournaments as well, and I've always had a good time. So um, yeah, uh, if I feel like I can like squeeze in some more practice for, uh, for a tournament like that, then why not?
0: There you go. You heard it here first. Anyone who is looking to get into League 1 of uh, World Tech Track Mania? you you might be able to convince oh, tween uh <laughs> no it would definitely be a good player to have on your team uh so so we've reached the end of the scheduled questions uh and i have unique to each guest a question at the end to just look back on uh, the interview and, and just have a think uh about you know what we might want to ask so what i would love to know uh you as i've mentioned have a uh, a nice long history in the game track mania since 2011 you've competed in a tournament every year if you could relive a year of track mania what year would you choose
1: I'm gonna go with uh, 2018 I mean that's the uh, uh, that's the year where it like really exploded for me and uh, yeah like especially the second half so 2018 is like such a good year like it feels like every uh, like every memory i have of like the latter half, half of the year is just like sunshine outside <laughs> so
0: that would yeah that would be good you could take another swing at kappa in the uh in the grand final see if you can <laughs> yeah if you can possibly
1: do <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you you know even if if all the results were the same you'd still you know that's still the year you know you, you'd love to just relive every moment from there and and take it away yeah in.
1: De- definitely that that was a big one like we got well we got invited to uh to a team that was uh, started by a football player that was very well known in like czech republic and um yeah i remember him sending me a message on facebook actually Oh wow! in like in like um may or june 2018 and uh, basically, he was like offering like a, a pretty good support like system for uh for the players of his team. And um, but then I noticed that it's this football player, and uh, like yeah, sure, that is a fake account, right? like <laughs> so, so someone is just
0: like <laughs> it does sound like a fake you know yeah. it does like you know Cristiano Ronaldo DMs yeah. you doing a big mania for me you're so, like something ah, probably like that not.
1: something like that and um so I, I basically ignored the message for like two weeks
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, hard to get. and um yeah maybe that's how it seemed in the end but like i i was just like disregarding that like that's not real right and mm-hmm. um that's why when i saw Kronos, like another french player um who i believe is teaching maths now and um he 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 started showing up with uh, the clan tag you know and i was mm-hmm. like yeah you got played bro <laughs> <laughs> And, and then he responded with like, yeah, I mean, I got the money yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and um, yeah, so, so I I quickly out tapped to Facebook and uh, mm-hmm. responded to the message. And uh, that's when I actually messaged Kappa as well, when I found out that he also got the same message and also ignored the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah the, it's when we when we joined this team and uh i mean it, it was it was a huge rush and uh we also got uh, kubais who was uh, also a good friend of ours and he's always been like uh organizing tournaments and even playing like uh, the czech championship and stuff like that but uh he basically uh, really like pushed for becoming a like manager there so that's where we were this big truck mania czechoslovak family and uh yeah it felt like the the world is our oyster you know like we we went for the giant cup that was like a very nice tournament in paris in 2018 and like two months later, we also had the world championship, and uh, yeah, those those are some of my best memories of the game. I'll be honest.
0: And it's a it's a year before you got to play Trap Mania in a in a plane, you know? Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you you had no idea what the world was going to throw exactly. at you. Exactly. That
1: like like that, that's why that's why I'm still I'm still playing. It's it's still fresh. Like who knows? Maybe maybe we'll What's play next? inside like like a mechatronic device like next year, who knows.
0: Yep, the uh, the Trapmania uh Air the Moon Trapmania Cup <laughs> yeah. where we will all be playing from a, a lunar base uh, uh, in 2025. I would, I, I
1: would practice so hard for that.
0: Especially if they made the game have really low gravity. That would be funny. Uh anyway. <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot for coming on. Um have had an absolutely uh wonderful time uh chatting with you. Uh I did promise everyone that we wouldn't do another hour episode, but here we are, 59 <laughs> minutes into the recording. Uh is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up and I let you uh I guess sleep at this point. I don't know what time it is with you, but I imagine quite late.
1: Yeah, it's nine PM, but uh I'll I'll just say the the usual but always heartfelt things like uh thanks to my mom for uh for supporting me and for uh taking me to my first tournament that i mentioned and um thanks to like all my supporters and uh my family and my girlfriend and uh and to the organizers who are uh, really like uh, doing their best and it's really amazing and uh yeah and thanks to everybody who plays jackmania basically
0: that's uh that's very kind that's yeah that's a nice uh, nice wholesome ending uh thanks a lot for coming on I uh, really appreciated it and uh, yeah have a have a good evening thank you you too thanks for listening to keeping track to listen to other episodes of the show you can visit our substack at www.nodal.media or you can search for the show on your preferred podcast apps you can follow the show on Twitter at nodal media and even follow me at a Thomas Davis or you can follow me on threads at ThomasDavis.jpg. Had a really great time with Tween today, talking about all things Trackmania, and uh, while the format of a show gets slightly stretched when we have players of lots of uh, storied histories in the games, I think you can all agree it's it's worth it, even if these episodes are a bit long. See you all next time.